Hey, hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany. I'm here, as always, beautiful Sunset Studio with my sleepy co host, Paul McLean. <laughs> Wake up, Paul! Oh, I'm so full of burger. Right Last now. time I take you guys for dinner. Well, <laughs> we got the famous, what was it called? Muchacha? The famous Muchacha Burger Muchacha from K Town Grill. Free ad for you guys right there. There you go. But now I'm so full. Yeah. I'm losing him, folks. So we're going to go right to it this week. We're going to get right into the NHL action. So this week's first period is brought to you, as always, by the China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-focused group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives. They focus on the growth of hockey in Hong Kong and southern China, as well as the development of student-athletes where sporting goals are achieved alongside educational pursuits. The CHG is comprised of a number of hockey programs. Established in 2011, the CIHL is Hong Kong's elite adult hockey league. The Junior Tigers program is Hong Kong's premier youth hockey organization, featuring the Scotiabank Island League and Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs. The SCIHL is an adult league for those seeking a more recreational experience. In addition, the CHG showroom is the exclusive reseller of Bauer Warrior hockey equipment and offers services including skate sharpening and fittings. For more information and links to their social media sites, go visit ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, Paul, why don't you kick off tonight by letting us know a couple of milestones that happened this week. Oh, gosh, if I could only remember which milestones you're talking about. Um, well, big one this, today. Big this, one is today. Against, this is against everything I believe in, but well, I will bring it up. That's why I want you to talk about I'll, it. I will start it off oh, with a Montreal Canadian story. Shea Weber. Thousand games. Yeah, not yeah. bad. That's not too bad. Hard not to like Shea Weber, even if you're yeah. not a Habs fan, isn't yeah. it, Paul? No, he's doing pretty good, and he's in one of my pools. So I'm. I, you noticed this week. I, yeah. I, I was hoping you didn't, but I do have four Habs in my pool. I did notice it. Yeah, and I wasn't going to say anything, so I'm glad you did. Thank know. you. It's weird. One it's of weird. them being Jake Allen, who got a couple of points for you today. He got me one point. Oh, one point for the one win. One point. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. I mean, a shutout would have been better, but whatever. So, um, 1,000 games, Shea Weber. Congratulations. I yep. mean, come on. Yep. This yep. guy's a stud. <clears throat> Ovechkin. A stud. Ovechkin. Let's, let's get on with it. All right. Have talk. Uh, Ovechkin. Yes. Yep. He got a couple of goals. <laughs> yeah, he scored a few in his career. Yep. He's, he moving, up. He's the, moving up the list. Do you know who he passed? One of the fastest skaters of all time. Mm-hmm. I remember this guy because of specifically when he did the uh, the uh, All Star competition one year and he broke the fourteen second barrier or whatever. Yes, amazing. Yeah. Who was it, Paulie? Uh, Gary Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Gartner. Mike okay. Gartner, yeah. So he's right. moving up the list. Yep. yep. Uh, even though uh, Maritime Rob doesn't like it. Well, you know, that guy doesn't like too many things. No. <laughs> nope. uh, Jimmy Rutherford. Oh, gosh. Yep. Yeah, we have to mention. We only mentioned him briefly last week. Last I mean, week. Uh, Pittsburgh's uh, going through some changes right now. Jim yep. Rutherford's out. Won two cups. I mean, he's got he's to at least have a statue beside Mario. Yeah. 
bring a couple cups to the city. Uh, congratulations on a great career. Yep. Strange time to leave, um, when <laughs> seemingly, you yep. know, seven games, six, seven games into the season. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think it was a COVID thing? He I was think just it was at a, home. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, must be a lot of stress on GMs right now. Oh, I can't imagine it. Like well, the, we, were, we were talking about this before. How, how many games do you think you can get into, like missed games, yeah. before they go... Sorry. I, I think it's double digits once a team gets well, 10 digits. games back. I mean, some teams are up to, what, seven now? Yeah, I think Florida's still at six. Yeah. And Vancouver's at 13. Yeah. So you're at a seven-game gap right now yeah. between those two teams. I think, yeah, I think dangerous times right now. It is. It is. Yeah, so that might have weighed into Jim Rutherford. The last couple of seasons must have been very hectic for a GM. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, strange situation for him to step down, but, yeah. hey. Yeah, we're gonna have, see some changes in Pittsburgh. I think in the next, uh, in the next, in the near future. Yep, yep. That's all for my milestones. That's that, all. That for wasn't milestones. even really a milestone. Are there any more? No. Uh, well, we had a couple suspensions. Well, did you see? Well, what's his face? Um, Fiala. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that check. I don't know. We were watching it before. I think. Wasn't a dirty play in Wasn't my mind. dirty. Wasn't dirty. Unfortunate. It was very unfortunate. Yeah, I think uh, it looked like Roy's foot got caught up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just one of those dangerous plays when you're skating straight straight on into the boards is a no-no. Yeah. And uh, then you catch an edge. But, yeah, really bad. Uh, you see, If you see the pictures of Roy's face the next day, yeah, he looked like he was in an MMA fight. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, three-game suspension for Fiala. So suspensions this year are Patterson and Fiala. <laughs> or fine. Yeah. It was a fine for Patterson. Yeah, yeah. Two suspension. of the nicest guys in the <laughs> Yeah, league, suspension for Fiala. <laughs> They're well, coming down. Things are changing, man. Well, I mean, not even the good guys can get away with shit yeah. these days. Uh, Paul, we had some awesome OT games this week. Kind of a crazy thing that happened with those three t- three OT winners the other night. It was within what three minutes? Within a few minutes Something of each like other, that, yeah, and yeah. the time on the clock. Yep. Was the same, was off by one second, one second or, something. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So Crosby, McDavid, and McKinnon all score OT winners within like three yeah. minutes of each other. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, it's fun when you see the stars. Speaking of stars, did you see what Crosby tried to do? He failed. He That's failed. all I have to I say. Know, he has, if you're going to try it, you get it. You do it. You I know. It. You, it's you, not Crosby yet. Like, no. Nah, it's just like, up. yeah, I get it, old man. You try No. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, you young bucks, you guys yeah. keep doing your thing with your little forehand yeah. lacrosse move. Crosby's like, I'll do it on my backhand yeah. and throw it in with my backhand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's not special. Speaking of, you saw that uh, when he Sveshnikov tried to, who I now will call Stretchnikov. Stretchnikov. When he kept onside. That picture you showed me was disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) He was looked like he was at yoga. I think they must have after he got injured last uh, during the playoffs. They put a little bit of elastic rubber band or something on his leg because there's no way you bend that way. He's he was he must be hard on the yoga because he basically did the splits and oh man yeah but yeah hilarious yeah. Um, all right, what else happened this week, Paul? Oh, let's Bruins talk. had a great do- uh, <laughs> comeback story. <laughs> oh my gosh, did they ever? Down three uh, nothing was it? Three, uh, yeah, yeah, I think three it was three nothing, nothing. Yeah. and they won five, five three. three. Yeah, yeah, amazing. The Bruins, pasta's back in the lineup. Pasta's back. Yeah, they're, he, they're yeah. firing on all cylinders now. Yeah, yeah, watch out. They're quickly moving up the standings. as Which well. Which I kind of did realize there could be a Boston Montreal final. I know that would be amazing. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> COVID better not mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you imagine? We'd have to take a week off of work for Jeez. to watch it. Oh gosh. Um, strange one in New York this week, Paul. Um, D'Angelo first first off gets placed on waivers. But, uh, Deserves it. Ton of rumors going around <laughs> if about the him. rumors are true. Oh my gosh! Come on. What crazy stories coming out of New York? So D'Angelo, yeah. apparently, I watched the play too. Um, right before the OT goal um, against Pittsburgh, mm. they had a little miscommunication behind the net. It's and a, like t- 20 seconds later, the puck ends up in the net. Yeah. And apparently, D'Angelo set, gets it, got into an altercation in the hallway with Georgiev. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there was rumors that uh, Chris Kreider got in the middle of that fight. Well, it's fisted anyway. Yeah, exactly. God, so apparently there was some punches thrown in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, D'Angelo was, uh, I think he was kind of... Uh, Wearing out his welcome in New York right now. He's mm. a high paid player. He had a few good years. He had fifty points last year or something. Yeah. And um it was yeah, 50. I guess it was he's one hundred and fifty. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. But I guess he's a bit of uh, you know, maybe not the greatest guy in the locker room from from what we're hearing. Yeah. So a uh, few teams looking for defensemen though. True. Um so he could get a fresh start in places like maybe Pittsburgh, maybe Calgary. Um yeah, a few other places. Uh, and there's some other rumors out there, Paul. What else you got? Uh, Sam Bennett might be going to the Toronto Maple Leafs, is what I've heard. Nah. Yeah. Sam Bennett wants out. I think that would be an amazing fit for the Leafs. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, a trade within Canada Yeah. so that they don't have to quarantine. That's true. Um, yeah, I've been saying this for a couple of years. The Leafs needed a little bit of grit, and they mm. picked up Wayne Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a little bit tougher there, yeah. and uh, I think Sam Bennett would be a huge, huge addition to the Leafs if yeah. they could get him. Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah. You and your rumors. What are, you got any other rumors? Let me guess. You got one about the Habs. Oh, no. I got no rumors about the Habs. I got nothing but good things to ah, say about here, them. Here we go. But I'll save that for a second because there are a couple more rumors, Paul. <laughs> Bobby sure. Ryan off to a great start. Yes. Guy, a guy that could be on the move. Yep. Yeah, and apparently the Leafs were interested in him in the offseason. He's a guy that comes in on a, on a one-year contract with a small salary and, uh, yeah, could, could, could chip in. So that'll be interesting. And I think there's going to start being – there's going to be some moves uh, amongst goaltenders soon. It's got to be. Well, there's teams that really need – Mm. veteran goalies right now i think mm-hmm. thomas grice has got to get moved out of detroit mm. um yeah what do you think yeah who else uh, maybe jonathan quick jonathan quick yeah that's what i was thinking uh yeah but like i mean it seems like the pipeline right now for like free agent goalies or backup goalies is pretty thin yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of injuries yeah Teams are desperate. Michael Hutchinson's the backup in Toronto again. <laughs> that doesn't usually go well. It's not going to go well. And uh, things aren't going that well, backup goaltender-wise, in Edmonton. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be uh, a couple of moves soon. But before we end tonight's first period, Paul, I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about the Habs. I'm listening. Hope you don't mind. I'm going to wake Paul up Here after this. That's where I take my nap. So as I look at the standings, the Habs are currently in first place in the NHL. And... I often uh, give Mark Bergevin a bit of grief for not making a lot of moves, uh, not bringing in big-name players, not spending a lot of money. But the moves that this guy has made in the last couple of years that have panned out are unbelievable. First of all, Jeff Petrie, for a second-rounder, is currently leading the team in points. 
jo- Josh Anderson slid in very nicely on that second line in Montreal. Scoring at will. Oh Tyler Toffoli, oh, currently like... crushing the league. Yeah. Amazing pickup. Yeah. Joel Edmonston, mm. basically, he's leading the team in, in plus minus, playing great. Yeah. The Habs are fast. They're deadly on the rush. I think that's why guys, you see like Toffoli's fitting in so well and Anderson. These guys love to play the game fast-paced. I love it, Paul. The Habs are better than I've seen them in a long, long time. And I'm giving props to Mark Bergevin because in Bergevin, we trust. All right, folks. That's how, many, how, many, how many games are we in the season? Doesn't matter. Look doesn't at them. Look at them. Look Doesn't at them. Uh, it's all right. I, I, I'd be the same if the Bruins are doing so well. Yeah, well, they're on their way, Paul. Yeah. Congratulations. Way. Good yeah. luck with the rest of the season. They're only two points behind the Habs, and they got a game at hand. So there you go. Boom. So there you have it for the first period, folks. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. Are your headphones falling apart? Or does your cable do that annoying thing where it only plays sound from one ear? But maybe it's time for an upgrade. Accessory House Global is your one-stop shop for premium headphone accessories. They specialize in ear pads, headbands, carrying cases, and audio cables. Whether you have Bose, Sony, Sennheiser, Beats, Fostex, Denon, or even a set of high-end focal headphones, they've got you covered. All across the pond, hockey podcast listeners get 20% off their first purchase. Use the code AHG. 20 OFF at the checkout and boom, you're sorted. You can check them out on YouTube or at the real AHG on Instagram. Check out their website at accessoryhouseglobal.com and take your first step to reviving your audio experience. All right, Paul, let's recap our picks from last week. Again, not not their best performance again this week, Paul. Not good. Uh, I believe I was three and four. You were four and three. Congratulations to John Reed, another multiple winner. This guy won twice last year. He went five and two this week with his picks. John, congratulations. A uh, quick recap of the games. First game of the week, Toronto and Edmonton. Paul, we both had the Leafs. And... That didn't go very well. <laughs> Edmonton, yeah, four three win, yeah. big win for the lead, uh, for uh, for the Oilers actually. Yeah, I mean, hey, Drysaddle and McDavid been pretty good lately. Jeez, oh, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think we're saying, no, can't make that joke in the air. I don't think uh, I don't <laughs> think the uh, the Senators got the memo about Drys trying to <laughs> shut down Drysaddle and McDavid this week. Yeah. Game two, Paul, we have Pittsburgh and the New York Rangers. Uh, Penguins win in OT. Good game. We both had the Pens. Uh, third game was the Islanders and Philly. OT game. Great game as well. Yep. Philly won 3-2. Uh, you had Philly in that one. Mm-hmm. Then Boston-Washington was, uh, was a great game, too. Yeah, it was. Uh, Washington won that game, and then Boston came back the next night. Yeah, and, a little split. Uh, yeah, a little split. Yeah. Uh, Dallas and Carolina. I had Carolina. You had Dallas. Carolina. Carolina won four one. I think it was. Yeah. 
Uh, Calgary and Montreal. This was after Montreal had beat Calgary in their first home game. Mm. Calgary holds players-only meeting. And usually teams come out fired up the next game. And did they? They did. They came out and won 2 nothing, And that was, uh, yeah, first, t- first regulation loss for the Habs. And only so far. <laughs> <laughs> and the final game last week, it was the Nucks and the, and the Jets. And, Paul, you had the Vancouver Canucks and I had the Jets. Yeah. Um, so let's get on this week's games. Uh, there are exactly seven games this Saturday. We have two games postponed due to COVID. <coughs> mm. Stupid. Yeah. COVID. Got to go. We can't be missing all these games. And uh, it's time we move on here, Paul. So let's go. Game one. Afternoon affair in Ottawa. We got the Habs going into Ottawa to play the Sens. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. Ottawa is going to start this, like, switch around. <laughs> They're one and seven. <laughs> I mean, this is a very obvious one. Next game, please, sir. All right. I'm going Habs. Really? Obviously. Against the Senators. Yep. <laughs> Foolish boy. This is why we lose. Are you every gonna week. seriously take another loss for you just because you won't pick the Habs? I, I gotta, you know, I gotta be me. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be me. <laughs> I have to uh, always be yourself, Paul. You're right. Always. Yeah. Always, always. All right. Moving on. Can I, get, can I get two points if Ottawa wins? You go. <laughs> no, just shame. Oh, All you geez. get is shame. Next. We're picking the Ottawa Senators to yeah, win a I hockey know, game. I know, I know. All right, game Super. two, we got the Avs going into St. Louis. Colorado. McKinnonless. You right. still going Colorado? I'm going to take St. Louis just due to that factor. That's fine with me. I'll take any edge I can. There you go. Game three, Arizona going into Minnesota to play the Wild. I'm going to take the Wild. How about you, Paul? I was thinking wild too, but I am going to go Minnesota now. <laughs> <laughs> good pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're surprisingly good, and actually, yeah, yeah, we talked about how they they were a team that didn't make a lot of changes. No, so yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of steady go for Minnesota. Yep. Even though Kevin Fiala is suspended, what a goon! All right, game four, Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh going to Long Island, <laughs> going Pens. I'm going to take the home team in that one. I'll take the Islanders. Uh, The next game five, we got Vancouver heading into Toronto. Play the Leafs. The the ice cold Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. I'm going to go Leafs. Yeah, I have to go Leafs too. I don't really know what's going on in Vancouver right now. They do not look good. Maybe it's just the Habs, though. Could be. Could be just the Habs. Could be. I mean, those... Because Vancouver has looked good at times this year. They have. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to go Toronto, though, until Vancouver turns okay. things around. Okay. Uh, game six, Paul, we got the Sharks heading to Anaheim to play the Ducks. Sharks. Going Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. San Jose Sharks. Folks, I'm also taking the San Jose Sharks. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, it happens sometimes. Let it be known that I said the Sharks first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking. Okay. All right, game seven. We got the Oilers heading into Calgary for the Battle of Alberta. Oh, that's going to be the this best game be, of the this week. This could be the game of the week. Yep. Uh, Saddle Dome. I'm going to say Oilers. We're going Oilers on the I'm, road. I am on the road because I think, uh, you know, 
they're going to go down, want to prove something, show that just because Edmonton's a little bit more down north <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean they're not a better team. Yeah. That's correct. Oilers. Oilers. All right, I'm going to go the other way. I'll take the home team, the Calgary Flames. Nice. So there's our predictions, folks. Make sure you get your picks in against ours because we are not good at predicting this year so far. We All we're doing is giving away things. Podcast is bleeding money. Yeah, we're just <laughs> losing money, folks. Get it now while you can, yep. while we're on a cold streak. Yep. All right, one more thing here in the second period, Paul. We're going to check in on the across-the-pond hockey pool. And the standings from last week have not changed. We've got Brendan Tracy still in first place. Mm-hmm. And we've got Gary Ivany in second place. Good old Gary. And the B squad, Benny McCaskill, hanging on to third place. Got to say, oh, Benny, we saw him on the YouTube the other night. We saw him on the YouTube. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I had no idea. Scoring OT winners. Top 10. Yep. He came third. Yep. Yep. Mooseheads. He's goal scorer. Look at that. Yeah. I had no idea, Benny. Nice That's right. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. All right, folks, get your picks in against ours, and that will be posted tomorrow. So, yeah. I think we should go Bring over. It on. Where, where are you? Uh, where are you on that pool? Uh, how how are you doing? I'm not doing well, Paul. No? Uh, no, I'm, in fact, in 19th place no. out of 29. Uh, that's not too bad. And you are I... in tied for 7th. Okay. Your whole family's in the top 10, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother John is in yep. tied for eleventh. He's yep. the worst of the family. Yep, yep. yep. You got. Uh, oh no, I think Jamie's lower than him. Jamie's oh, is he? under Sunnyvale. Oh, Sunnyvale. Yeah, he's fourteenth. That's yes. right. Yeah. So we've got all your family in the top fourteen. Yeah. Not bad. One of them jumped eight spots today. Yeah. Yeah, BJ. One of your brothers is a New Jersey fan, right? This is the same brother that same jumped brother. eight points. Yeah. There. Yeah. He, we need this guy to write in because I need to know what's going on. With the New Jersey Devils, I need to know how they're winning games. Yeah, it's all Luke. I need, I need, a, I need a Devils fan to tell me this. Let's see if I can get him in. All right, special call. All right, do it up. All right. all right, that's the end of the second period, folks. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Yardley Brothers Beer. Do you like beer? I know I like beer, and my favorite type of beer is a Yardley Brothers beer. Remember when I used to ramble on about how delicious their Machine Men Pale Ale was last season? Well, at this year's Cathay Pacific International Wine and Spirits Competition, gold medals were awarded to both the Yardies Machine Men Pale Ale as well as their new Mango Sticky Mango Imperial Goze. The boys even brought home some bronze awards at the 2020 Asia Beer Championship for their Mum's Rhubarb Crumble Pastry Sour and their Gooseberry Custard Sour. But that's not all. On the same night, Yardies also walked away with a gold medal for best experimental beer in Asia. My new favorite, the SEA Sour. You gotta get this in your belly, folks. I don't tell no lies. For more information, go to yardleybrothers.hk. Third period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let's get right to our questions for this week. This is the. Our newest segment, we're having so much fun. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been sending in their audio questions. We got a few doozies this week, folks. Andy, why don't you queue up question number one for us? Many moons ago, when I was working as a valet at a hotel in downtown Halifax, Sounds like I had the pleasure Rob. of meeting Cindy Crosby. 
And I asked him a question, and I'm going to ask you guys the same question because I'd like to hear your opinion on it. You met Sidney Crosby? Yeah. But the question is in regards to the national anthem. There we go. I says, hey, Sid. <laughs> I says. Isn't it time we got rid of the national anthem before every hockey game? I mean, geez, you guys must warm up in the dressing room, and you get out there on the ice, you start firing the puck around. Get ready for the big game and come up clean the ice. Next thing you know, you got to sit there and wait for all this uh, pomp and circumstance. Singing the national anthem. Half the guys on the team aren't from Canada <laughs> or from the United States. <laughs> he looked at me confused and uninterested. <laughs> and he kind of said out of the corner of his mouth, well, I never thought of that before. Which way to uh, room 421? <laughs> I took that as... Uh, you know, Sidney Crosby believes that they should get rid of the national anthem. And I want to know your thoughts. What's the point? Why have it? This is Maritime Rob. <laughs> I think with him knowing Sidney Crosby's room number, old Maritime Rob moved into room 420. <laughs> <laughs> it was in 421. Yeah, he was, he was in room 420 that night. room 420. Oh, my. Well, Maritime Rob, thanks again. For sending in another fantastic audio question. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about this one, Paul? National anthems. Really? Do you Stop. like it? I, why not? I mean, it's, 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 you know, you always hear the national anthem. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, okay, now we're ready to play. Oh, we got to wait an hour, like an hour. No, it's like a couple of minutes. Yeah. Just be respectful. Let's kind of. You know, do this thing and then game on. Mm -hmm. um, taking it out of the game? I don't know. It sounds like something Maritime Rob would want. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to go down, down with that the route. anthem. Seriously. Now, I, 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 I have to agree. I, I like the anthem. <clears throat> um, I think it's a moment for everybody to kind of just, you know, sorry, folks. I already told you. I did this. turn that off. You did not. Um, I think about it. I didn't do mine either. The. Yeah, my 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 thoughts on that are, first of all, we I went we went back and we checked out thanks to Young Andy where the tradition started. So it started in baseball and it started during World War II, and then it moved into other sports gradually after that. Um, I like the tradition. It doesn't matter what country people are from. The fact that they're on that soil in that moment, they should respect the country that they're in. And I like it. I give it's a moment for everybody to. And I like uh, I like listening to the whole crowd sing it. I love listening to it. Um, gives me goosebumps. I like hearing it at the end of the game even better in like World Juniors and Olympics. <laughs> Patriot too. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I don't think it's a. I, I think it's something to stay. Okay. Are you in? I'm in. Maritime Rob's not. All right. Let's keep the anthem. Yeah. Keep the anthem. Next right. question. Next question. Hey, Chris and Paul, it's Ice Pilot Drew here. Love the podcast. Uh, quick question for this week. Uh, what the hell was Jim Benning thinking not signing Tyler Toffoli in the offseason? Uh, I know the Canucks have had cap issues, but you think he could have worked some magic. The guy's leading the league in scoring right now, and eight of his nine goals have all come against the Canucks. Guy's a Canucks killer. Just wondering what your thoughts are. It's all fluke. <laughs> Seriously, it's all fluke. Look at the team he plays for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, I mean... I'm sure you have better things to say than I can right now. Well, to be honest, I don't know what Benning was thinking, and I don't know if their cap issues were that severe because it seems to me they've still got cap space right now as I look. 
um, at their uh, their salary cap. As it stands, they're only spending sixty one million out of seventy one. Mm. So there is some some cap room. It, whether or not they were willing to spend it is the is the question. Mm. And Tyler Toffoli is one of those players who's he's been a goal scorer everywhere he's been, but he's been also playing in the top six, and he's a bit of a soft player. Mm. Uh, he's a goal scorer. He's got he's he's a strong skater. Um, he's on the third line of Montreal. He's getting an opportunity to play against the other teams. Third, third line. Third line. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and he's also yeah. playing on the first power play. Yeah. So Toffoli, he's one, he's also very, very streaky. So mm. he he might not score again for a month. Yeah. But right now he's got eight goals against the Vancouver Canucks. So what you're saying is that maybe Drysidle or McDavid should come down to the third line. Yeah. They just kill it. <laughs> yeah. If they had that if they had five that, goals a game. That's the difference between the Habs and the Oilers. Yeah. They they got the top end talent. Yeah. And, yeah. and and if you can shut those two guys down, you can mm. beat the Oilers. Mm-hmm. But Montreal's got three balanced lines right now. And um but they've really got four balance lines. Corey Perry looks a little rejuvenated. He's playing well on the fourth line. Um, but yeah, Tyler Toffoli's in a good situation in Montreal. I think that's working out. Montreal's playing a speed game. They're, they're scoring a ton on the rush, and that's the kind of hockey he likes. Jim Benning made a mistake by letting this guy go. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, thanks, Andrew Vike, for sending in your question. I'm not really sure if it was a cap issue this year or um, if they were just looking to get younger. I'm not really sure, but mm. I think Tyler Toffoli was a steal for the Habs. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of killing it at the moment. Yeah. But like I said, it could get cold at any moment, so let's just hope he keeps it up for all us Habs fans. What else you got for us in there, young Andy? Something unhappy. Hey there, fellas. Um, Here's my question. So the best news to come out of the Detroit sports world recently is you've got Jeremy Grant, who is finally getting a shot to demonstrate his all-star talent on the Pistons. Basketball. And also Barstool Sports. They're now uh, highlighting Detroit sports culture cuisine, such as Detroit-style pizza, and also they're addressing the long-winded rivalry between Lafayette and American Coney. But So needless to say, uh, it's not much at all. Uh, (laughs) So my question here is, can the Detroit Red Wings show some promise in the D and finally earn back its hockey town status from the 90s, 2000s? Wow, great question, Nevin, and thank you. Um, all the way from Japan. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. technology these days. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Nevin. Uh, great question. Um, Detroit Red Wings right now, obviously they're in a rebuilding, they're in rebuild mode. Um, if I look at the future, I, th- I don't know if it's as bright as a team like maybe the Rangers or maybe Ottawa because they're stacked with high-end young talent. Um, Detroit's got a few guys coming up that are exciting, but right now I think they're m- more than at least a handful of years away from being a contender, four or five years away. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, history repeats itself. That usually goes every 50 to 100 years anyway. <laughs> so it will happen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not anytime soon, though. Yeah, there's still... Yeah, there's a lot of issues right now in Detroit. Um, I don't know if a lot of guys are really wanting to go to Detroit to play hockey. I mean, it, it's not just hockey. Detroit, and the, the city itself, I mean, hasn't been mm. hasn't been flourishing in the last decade. So that could have something to do with it. 
But when I look at uh, their roster right now, I mean, I like Tyler Bertuzzi, Heronic. They got a few nice young players there. Mm. But I don't see them um, being a contender in the next few years. What do you think? I'm just kind of focused on what Detroit-style pizza is. <laughs> what would that be? <laughs> What's that just, uh, I had it last night. No, you didn't. I did, I swear to God. Detroit Motown. Style. Motown style pizza. Motown Chicago, isn't it? No, it's Detroit style. Yeah, Detroit style pizza. Yeah. It's not Motown. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it's no, it's Detroit style pizza. Yeah. Yeah, and it's come it's square. Is that what Detroit style pizza is? That's Greco. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, can you check this out? Detroit pizza. Is it square pizza? Cause I just had it last night and it was is called Motown Detroit style Detroit? pizza. No. Motor t- Motor City. Motor City, yeah. You got like Ted Nugent. It is. Like a- it's a square pizza. Yes! That's it? There you go, Paul. That's as much as... A- I can make a pizza and make it square. Oh, you want some Detroit-style pizza? <laughs> yeah. Well, Must not- have something else on it. Yeah, you're just uh, not cultured enough. Traditionally topped with Wisconsin brick cheese. Wisconsin there you go. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Looks uh, like pepperoni to me. I don't know. No, brick cheese is cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in a brick. Yeah, um, back to the Detroit Red Wings. Um, yeah, looking at their lineup, um, I'm not seeing a whole lot right now. I think they've got a bunch of, of um, prospects a little further down. They've got some draft picks coming up this year. Um, hopefully, they can turn it around. I mean, drastic changes in Detroit. They were the team of the '90s and the early 2000s. They were dom. They dominated for so long. Um, it, it'd be nice to see them get back. I'm thinking someone should really pick up on the. You could have a chicken wing and call it the Detroit Red Wing, and it's a hot wing. <laughs> like uh, you were saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, the '90s were insane for Detroit. Yeah. Well, did you see that? Uh, there's a documentary. I think it's called the. Uh, isn't the Russian Five? Yes. Oh man, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, and they were pioneers. Yeah. Uh, drafting and and finding yeah. foreign talent. Yeah. Uh, pioneers at that and uh, yeah it's only a matter of time I think before Detroit gets a little bit better and Stevie Wise still in the mix there. that's right so he knows yeah. he knows what the team used to be exactly it must be frustrating um, they're, <laughs> it's gotta be they're, they're just they're, they're really weak defensively so yeah. like their whole team is having to play a, a very defensive style hockey yeah. they're not scoring goals um, and right now uh, Bertu- Tyler Bertuzzi's injured mm-hmm. I don't think it's that serious but he's, uh, he's out right now Anyway, um, Nevin, thanks for writing in with your question or sending in your question. And uh, we'll keep in touch with the uh, Detroit Red Wings. What do you got? We got one more, Andy? I don't even know when your phone's on, Mickey. How do you turn your phone on? What? Because I want to make a phone call into across the pond. That's what. Oh, it's on. <clears throat> hey, boys, how's you going? Neil Edgewood calling here from down north. Just want to call in, say uh, good job on the show. I was listening to uh, listen to your TV show there on Mickey's phone last week. Think your boys are doing quite the job. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Anyway, uh, your your show got me thinking. There, you're talking about the great one, and we we know he's the great one of all times. Now, you, you couldn't break a shear with like like Al McGinnis could, but you got some good hands on him. Let me tell you. Anyways, it got me thinking. Who's the worst? Who's the worst NHLer who's ever laced him up? Uh, thanks for, for, for taking my phone call, and I'll be uh, listening to Mickey's phone next week for your answers. Take care, boys. Okay, Mickey, I'm done. How do you turn your phone off? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Murphy. <laughs> 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 
We're getting, we're getting trolls. Neil Edgewood from Neil down Edgewood north. From down north. Nice. That was on hey, real. Neil, welcome to the show. Oh my God, Paul. Who's the worst player in the NHL? Oh, I can't even talk. Jeez. I don't know. Oh I think uh, it's horrible to like compare siblings and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. No, I, I I'm not going down the Gretzky route. <laughs> Are you think, sure? Yeah. Oh no! I don't want to say Brent Lindros either. He was pretty piss poor. <laughs> I mean, compared <laughs> Eric, I mean, I, both of them. There's been bang. a few younger siblings who there's have been, maybe not yes, been as good not, as their older siblings. Not as good as like. <laughs> sorry, Brent. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Brent. <laughs> Brent, sorry, Brent Lindros, Brent Gretzky. Brent, Brent. It uh, goes with the name. Yeah. Um. Oh, worst player though. Hmm. I mean, it's it's hard to say now, like now, because there's no bad players in the league. Yeah. In Do you the, think in the past, though? In the past, there was a bunch. <laughs> I mean, there were some. I mean, there was that dude from uh, Tampa that got, uh, he, he was drafted like third overall behind Ilya Kovalchuk and Jason Spezza. Are you talking about um, Yashin? Yeah, Alexi like, Yash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was from Ottawa, right? Was it Ottawa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or maybe the Islanders. Oops. I forget who drafted him. One Ottawa second. drafted him. I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say like if you think back to like some of the enforcers, um Svitov. Who? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Who? Six foot three, two hundred and forty pound Russian. Yeah. Drafted third behind Ilya Kovalchuk and Jason Spezza in 2001. He was two years in the team, took a lot of super penalties, had four goals, seven assists. And where is he now? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. I think he got drafted or picked up by someone the next year and then that was disappeared. It. Well, um, I think back like some of the enforcers who may not have been great skaters. Like think of like a Donald Bashir type of player. Um, but I mean. Worst player in the NHL, <laughs> maybe. Oh, but Brad I mean, Marchand. It, <laughs> but his 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 role wasn't to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. hard to because you could throw a lot of you could throw a lot of heavyweights and a lot of like guys who were there for a different reason under the bus and say that they were the worst players in the NHL. Well, well, like worst move, dirtiest move, dirtiest player. There's, yeah, I mean, there's lots there's of lots. other ways to look at it. Like right now, my least favorite player who plays professional hockey is Zach Ronaldo. Okay. And I know he's done a lot in the last couple of years to try and like give back to the community and he's trying to rebuild his, yeah. but I just, I'm, I'm just not a fan of what he's done. And, and, and I, I know everyone deserves a second chance, but if I was to like most hated guy in the NHL, I would say Zach Ronaldo for me. Mm. Um, worst player in the NHL. I really don't know because yeah. there's not really a lot of bad players. In the NHL, what do you think, Paul? I hate a player, Carey Price. Not a fan of what he does <laughs> yeah. this year. This year has been kind of a most hated. Most hated. Yeah. I mean, and before there, there was uh, the Patrice Waugh. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know. Most hated player. There's been a lot of hated players, but yeah. I mean, as far as talent wise, hard to say. Uh, yeah, I just think of some of the old. Uh, enforcers maybe that weren't there for their talent yeah, yeah um and you know a guy like maybe donald Bashir comes to mind yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so thanks for writing in mr edgewood from down north Neil. 
Oh, this is awesome. Jeez. All right, you fo- folks, thank you for tuning in again. Um, if you have an opportunity to check out our website, please do it. We've got some new shirts. We've got new koozies. Um, get in touch if you'd like to buy one. And let's finish off tonight's <coughs> podcast with a nice story from Uncle Paul. This one goes out to your buddy in Japan. <clears throat> Gather around, children. Marguerite Norris, owner of the Red Wings in the mid-1950s, was the first woman to have her name on the cup after Detroit's 1955 victory. Nice. Yeah, not bad. First woman on the Stanley Cup. Look at that. Congratulations, That's Marguerite. Awesome. Well, Paul... Another great week of NHL hockey. Lots to look forward to this week. Yep. Can't wait to get back in next week. Um, stay tuned, folks. I got a Hockey Talks interview coming up tomorrow with the man with the magic hands, Mr. Pavel Barber. That was Across the Pond, and that's a wrap. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant, Sunset Studio, and Print House Limited. And a giant thank you to my producer, Andy Zombathy, who makes us sound great week in and week out. And of course, Mr. Paul McLean, who makes everything happen here at the studio. Folks, check out our website at acrossthepondhk.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at acrossthepondhk. All right, Paul. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Across the Pond. You want to do the intro today? This is my uh, co-host, Kieran. <laughs> um, what is it? Um, Neil Edgewood.